And good afternoon, and welcome to the Women's Show. I'm Deb Anderson. Uh, here with you until 2 o'clock with the finest of music performed by women. And uh, I'm, today I'm talking to an old, old favorite of mine uh, from many years, uh, Lucy Blue Tremblay. We started off on something from her brand new album called So Many Wows, and I certainly can relate to that with the song Do Something, which pretty pertinent to what's going on in the world today. I mean, just get out there and do something for sure. After that, we we're going to go way back to 1986 and her premiere debut album from uh, Olivia Records with uh, Lucy Blue Tremblay and St. Jean Port Jolie, which is not exactly how you say that. I'm sure Lucy will correct me on that one. Um, but that came out in 86 and it's so beautiful because it has a lot of uh, chorus, a lot of Chris Williamson and Tret Fury and a lot of the other women that were on the Olivia label at the time. And then we ended with the title track, So Many Wows. And um, I'm getting older now, So Many Wows. Um, it's it's a great, uh, great title for a great album from the one and only Lucy Blue Tremblay. And are you are you with me today, Lucy Blue? I am. Can you hear me? Very well indeed. All right. All right. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. It's a beautiful day here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, I understand, Lucy, that you are on the road still. Yes. Uh, actually, we have been here since um, we were on the uh, 50th uh, anniversary Olivia Cruise. And uh, so now we're... Uh, actually packing up our the last remnants of the things that we had here and we're headed back up to nova scotia well nova scotia certainly uh figures a lot in this brand new album so many wows first of all the cover is a beautiful sunset over the bay of funday and you must get a lot of inspiration since you're not only a so many ways you're such an artistic person a singer songwriter guitarist pianist drummer whistler we're going to talk about that in a bit and a serious dog lover um you are a photographer and you see a lot of things uh visually as well as as musically yes uh I, i've been very fortunate um uh, my wife and i uh to have moved to this just incredible place um, it's very inspiring, and of course, you know, being uh, three three years, uh, you know, taking a uh, let's put it an unplanned uh, pause oh, yeah. to uh, to touring and everything, you know, with uh, the devastation of COVID for everyone around the world, um, and uh, so I was pretty blessed to be sitting on this gorgeous porch, looking at you know the photos that you see are. You know, like the sunset on the cover is actually from our back porch, mm. and um, wow! So we bought we bought this guest house in Nova Scotia, and so we we sat there and tried to uh, reinvent ourselves and think of how how do we proceed from here and what's important, you know, in life. And it was a a time to uh, reflect and uh, get stronger. So that's what I hoped to accomplish with this new album. Well, you wrote uh, most of these songs uh, during that time of reflection and contemplation? I did. Uh, the only one uh, that I wrote earlier was actually, uh, uh, let me see, So Many Wows. 
Yeah, so many wow was the only one that I uh, so I wrote thirteen songs in the, in that time period. Well, there there are songs uh, of hope. Um, you you address a lot of different issues, which is kind of what you've always done. And your many albums you put out since nineteen eighty six. Uh, this is your tenth album, actually. Is it now? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping track for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? I'm not. I really, I'm just. You know, uh, just life is just going by so darn quick, and um, mm. so I don't. I don't really count those things, but I do know that uh, it's because I've had a little projects in there too. Uh, I did the uh, coming out song at one point, the coming out kit, and we did the uh, breast exam project. Uh, song and uh, DVD, and then we, we also did a song for 9-11 called Cells of Love. So uh, Yeah, you've been busy. <laughs> busy. You're always busy if you're not traveling, hauling that U-Haul around, which is such a proverbial uh, lesbian thing to be doing here, <laughs> Lucy. Uh, it's like, I'm reading in here and, and the cover's like, this song is, you know, in the lyrics, it says, uh, with my U-Haul, you know, back in the day. And oh, that's right, yeah. Very much yeah. back in the day, and there's so many wows. And, you know, you can really relate to that. Certainly, I'm uh, I'm not sure that I was there in 1986 when you made your debut on the Michigan Women's Music Stage, singing with another all-time favorite of mine from British Columbia, Farron. Um, uh-huh. But you, uh, you've done so many things and before we kind of jump backwards I'm because you do go and talk about a lot of your past in this album um, I was wondering um, what made you after five years put out a brand new album uh, this album in particular what was what was the reasoning behind it and how did you actually accomplish it which is the other thing well, um, I actually produced the majority of the, well, all the pre-production and part of the recording uh, on Zoom, if you can believe it. Mm. Um, I believe that I should change the production company's name to Learning Curve Productions. <laughs> I think I just, I'm thinking about that. But, um, right. you know, I, I, I think that in the if I look at the five those five years, I was at the point where I really wanted to uh, settle down, and we had stayed in this beautiful uh, guest house in Nova Scotia, and not too long after that, it, it was on the market, and uh, Pat and I just kind of said, could we actually do this, hmm. and and then have a slower, gentler life to continue to make music, and things just fell into place the way they were supposed to so when we got in Nova Scotia um, we actually I was going to just take my time and write more music and then COVID hit and the borders closed and mm. um, and it was kind of a forced uh, you know hiatus sort of uh, time to take the take the time now now that you're in a safe gentle place and uh, uh, you know when you get there it's like the people are so kind and uh, you can really feel the uh, welcoming, you know. And they wel- we were very welcomed. Uh, I mean, even at the border crossing, it's just, mm. it was just amazing. So, um, 
we feel very much at home and have a, a beautiful place. And we try to have some women's weeks in there. And then when COVID happened, I was just inspired, you know, to, uh, to write. And we started doing uh, live streams twice a week for all those that were home alone. And, hmm. uh, and that went on for at least a year and a half of uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. It was kind of the place to be for for our group and we lived in paradise the paradise club that's how the paradise club happened yeah and so we formed a little club and we all started supporting each other and people started you know having to deal with life and but they weren't alone we were all together and we did send holiday greeting cards and we had a secret Hmm. santa Hmm. and uh there's over 200 of us in this Paradise Club now. Wow. And and we're like a tribe, and it's been great. So I had to, when this song came out, all these songs came out, it was really funny. I'd, I'd get there on a Wednesday or a Saturday, and I'd say, oh, I just wrote a new song. <laughs> and people would would do little emojis of hearts and thumbs up, and it, <laughs> they they helped me continue, and, and I helped them, and we... And that's how this album was really conceived, was with the love of my fans, really. And really, that is the love song to your fans, is so many... Uh, well, actually, the Paradise Club is a yeah. love song to yeah. your fans, because you're you're saying, I have friends and all over yeah. the world. And Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just... Uh, I love that song, and I love this tribe. Uh, we're very solid, uh, so it's... It's pretty incredible when you find those peeps that um, mean a lot to you. And so my fans who are very caring and loving, if you are on Facebook and uh, you want to check out the Paradise Club, if you love my music and you care about people and you have a, a bit of political activism in yourself then uh, and you need a little hope and a little love, hmm. we got a lot to give. So just look us up. Lucy Blue Tremblay <laughs> is the name, and uh, you know, um, boy, that's a, a wonderfully inspiring story. And, I, and I've heard many stories how people coped with the pandemic and ended up doing all these amazing things when they had the time to do that. Um, but you know, I have a kind of a not totally personal, but kind of a personal question: Where did the blue come from, Lucy? <laughs> you know that. Um that's a fun question. When I, uh, I, in Quebec in 1984, I won awards for, uh, for at the Granby Song Festival. And in those years, my name was Lucy Tremblay. And what happened was I, I won all the awards. I won the public um, award where people call in and vote for mm. the uh, media, uh, media award as well, was the people in the media were voting. And uh, and the singer songwriter award, so I won all three. Wow! And so the people from the media uh, came to me and they approached me in the finals of this thing, and they said, "You know, you're going to win a lot of things here, and you need to think about your name because there are a lot of Tremblays in Quebec." And I went, "Oh, ah. so they you might want to think about changing your name." And I I didn't want to do that because for me, Tremblay is my culture and it's important to me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought, you know, maybe uh, what was important to me was, you know, uh, healing. And blue is a healing color. It's also the throat chakra color. And uh, 
it just ran really well off my lips and I said, that's <laughs> it, it's going to be, I'm going to add something instead of changing my name. And that, from then on, was became Lucy Drew Comedy. And you kind of added to that, you put blue in your hair, didn't you? <laughs> well, yeah, that, well, <laughs> I, I did that. I was, you know, uh, I've always uh, liked to put color in my hair, but I especially love blue, so I, that hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm going to be 65 this year, and I'm still putting blue in my hair. So. Yeah, well, young at heart, and uh, and oh, so many wows <laughs> over those many, <laughs> many years that we've traveled this road. And can you imagine back in when you first, uh, well, okay, let's go back. You are from, you're from Montreal originally. Yes, yes. And you started playing music when you were very young. Yes. Actually, I was my mom's drummer when, when I was in school. And uh, because, you know, my mother had a drummer. She had a band. And they cool. played on the weekends. And, but the drummers seemed to be the ones that were... Uh, they changed more often in the band for some whatever reason. And, hmm. uh, and, and I know that I was standing next to the drummer a lot. I love drums. Mm-hmm. And uh, the drummer wanted to show me how to do waltzes and cha-chas and slow, you know, like the simpler things. And uh, because they wanted to, he wanted to go and uh, chase the, the women. <laughs> so, <right>. okay, <laughs> I, I was paying attention. So, you know, he wanted to go dance with, with whoever was in the, in the hall. And so uh, by the time I was 12, I think I, I was her permanent drummer. Wow, that's so great. (laughs) And it it was fun because, you know, I was going to school. I was 12 years old and I had a gig on Saturday nights. So my mother paid me. (laughs) (laughs) You were off and running. And you were I was. S- and so young to win all those awards in Quebec. And that must have been because you were a radio personality, you were a television personality. I mean, you were just really doing it big up there in the Quebec city. And you, you also speak fluent French, don't you? Yes, that's my mother tongue. Of course, yeah, I speak French. And now I'm learning Spanish. I love Spanish. So I, I think that the more languages, the more you can communicate with people and people are important so um, you know when you travel it's nice to be able to speak more languages well you do have a Spanish song on the new album so many wows uh, no este solo and that's also you you put that in for a particular reason didn't you I did I did Um, I was touring um, just pre-covid and I had the opportunity to to play in uh, Texas, and then I went on to New Mexico, played in Arizona. And on our way back, I stopped uh, back in Texas. And our we have friends that live out in the Brownsville uh, area. And um, so they, I, I said, I really want to see where this border wall is and all of that. And so we, we drove around and we went to different places and we went to one place where the border crossing was and the little children were mm. sitting in the dirt on the other side of the border and we had uh, American people and volunteers and teachers that were taking time out of their uh, work to cross the border with wagons filled with treats and school books and um, something to drink and they would go over to the other side and have a 
kind of a semblance of a school a class, you know, to mm. give them a little bit of normalcy. And um, it was very scary at night, you know, people were getting kidnapped and it, it was it's very scary to to be in that kind of situation and uh, as a child. Uh, and it was when, uh, you know, all those children also that were taken away from their parents and who mm-hmm. knows where they ended up. Oh, yeah. And I, I just felt, you know, it just, it was very, I just wanted to write a lullaby. I wanted to communicate. And uh, so I just wrote this small, simple lullaby with the bit of Spanish that I knew. And I asked some people to correct me if I was uh, not quite Well, it's interesting on your very first album, Lucy Blue Tremblay, which came out on Olivia Records back in 1986. A lot of songs were in French, um, and now... How many, many years later, um, this album, there's very little French in it, uh, mostly in English, and your your one song there. Um, is that just how you've changed over those years? That when you, in 1986, you were just coming from your home, from Canada, from Quebec, uh, from your culture, as you said, in the opening of the song that I played earlier. Um, you've kind of melded into to this culture here um, and you that's just not where you're at at the moment yeah you could say that you could say that but it's never planned um, you know it's it's interesting my first album I remember I had a really hard time uh, as far as promotion and distribution was concerned with uh, major labels I had offers to be on a major label in, in Canada but there was always the issue of in those days Uh, singing in English or singing in French. You don't sing both on one album. That's what I was told in those years. And so that's kind of one of the reasons why I went independent to begin with. But as the years progressed, I realized that I see now that I don't really plan those things. I don't really care whether it's commercial or not commercial. It's always about inspiration and what songs I've I've uh, been inspired to write, and then that's what comes. So I don't really run with the mm-hmm. with that game of, you know, the promotional aspect. It's just what comes at the time. But I also notice that when I am, for a long period of time, exposed in an English environment, I get lonely for my culture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's when the songs um, start to come out in French and so when they do and they're in French <laughs> and um, but this time around I was too busy feeling the pandemic and I wasn't you know really uh, thinking one way or another this I was more chatting with all my my fans on twice a week and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so it was like I was you know really communicating in English so often and uh, so it's really always a reflection of your reality. That that's how I feel. It's whatever my reality is at the time when I'm writing those songs. That's what comes out. And uh, there's never really a plan. Well, but I realize I realize that, and uh, 
and it's so it's kind of interesting because now I'm I'm it's now that this album has been done, I've been writing a lot more in French. So it's hilarious because uh. I haven't planned it. I was like, oh, well, well, you know, it would have been nice to put a French song, but that's the way it is. Right. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you if you kept, have been writing uh, after this, and apparently you're continually yep. writing because you do writing yes. workshops. And uh, actually you do them at your, at your lovely home. Do you call it Princess at the Sea? It's the princess and the sea. And the sea. And yeah, it's the princess and the sea dot com. And um, yeah, every like this year, we're I'm doing actually this year I'm doing a, a Lucy Pat and Lucy week. Come on and hang out with us. So for one week, wow. June the seventeenth to the twenty fourth, we get to hang out and eat lobsters <laughs> and um, wow and go wine tasting and just have some fun because you know the Annapolis Valley is amazing all the vineyards that we have here um, oh, in Nova Scotia. I'm so jealous. So, <laughs> and, and it's really fun because we have a wonderful neighbor who's a lobster fisherman. So mm. when it's, we're in season, we'll text him and see if uh, he might have some lobsters for us. And then we walk down the hill and we go to the, um, to the wharf and we purchase our lobsters right there. Oh. They're just coming off the boat. So it's, I, it, that's what I'm saying. Is it's like it's the life. You've got it. It, it. But you know, um, I have worked so hard all my life, and I've, who would think that I would ever end up on the water? Is unbelievable. Mm. So I want to make sure that we have um, space because I want I want to share this. I want you know I want people to come and sit on the porch. We have six rooms, and mm. we have our own little house next door. So in the summertime. Um, it's just so much fun to gather, and so we have families that come with their kids, and um, they get, you know, there's room to run, and it's it's wonderful. And I want to have women's weeks because I I think it's important to uh, have women gathering together and feel that energy, and and then I want to have songwriting uh, workshops. And now we just purchased a church. Well. <laughs> It's, was, it's almost leaning against the fence of the property, and so we are going to renovate it, and uh, it'll be a nice party room because we can dance in there, oh and we can, we can have our workshops in there, and uh, have a, the neighborhood uh, gathering. If we want to invite all our neighbors to come and, and uh, have some coffee and just kind of chat and play music, we can do that. That our our community is really beautiful. We have beautiful people. Well, it sounds like paradise, and I think it is. And I know, I, right? I think you found right? it. You found it, and I don't exactly know why you leave and go anywhere else. But apparently, well, that's what I'm thinking. You, you 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 keep doing that. You're still hauling that you haul around. By the way, I'm talking to Lucy Blue Tremblay here on Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond, and uh, Lucy Blue, um, I'm. It's it's an amazing thing that you've been out there uh, doing what you do, and and it's such healing music, and your photography's gorgeous. So you've done some great videos uh, for your songs. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. I'm glad you got to see some of them. Well, I, I certainly post the one about the Bay of Funday, which I got to see right. once back in the late '70s. <laughs> that was that was okay. it. That was my one and only time. But uh, now you were talking about badasses. So yes. there's one for badasses called Do Something that's on the YouTube. And I started with that because 
because I said, if nothing else, she's telling you to get out there and do something for, you know, I mean, there's so much going on in the world, so much injustices and, you know, things going down and, you know, and Phil, I know. he's talking about all these bills against transgender people and, and gay rights and women's rights and, and um, you know, the guns, the killing. I mean, I mean, there's so much that, that the, thank goodness you're speaking out and saying you've got to get out there and do something. But then again, it must be kind of nice to sit on that porch and look at the Bay of Fundy. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, but it's, you know, what's, what's interesting is that you, if you have any kind of uh, feelings inside you for justice, it doesn't matter what porch you're on, it, it, it's aggravating. And, you know, it's like right now we're in Florida and it's, you know, I, I, talk to some people and they're so tired of being mad because people are uh, they I don't know their their vision is so skewed and uh, it's just uh, it's just unreal or even if you're listening to the news and you see everything going on in the world it's it's just uh, it, it's a it's really a time to express uh, oneself about injustice it, you know, things can't be like this all all the time. But right now, it is it is scary to it is. see it all. But at some point, you get tired, and you just want to put your head down and kind of put the pillow on top of you and kind of say, "Okay, I need a break for fifteen minutes." You know? Yeah. Well, this and this you is... have to do that. You have to you have to take your time to kind of just go. I'm going to enjoy myself today, and I'm not going to think about all this because it's awful but at the same time um, there are young folks we need to inspire out there I, I believe that well you you cover it all in this album so many wows um, you have you know do something but then you got puppy afternoon puppies <laughs> and uh, you are a, a dog woman if there ever was one <laughs> I am even we have a cat, but the cat was uh, really uh, we the when we lived in Quebec, the farmer next door was about to drown all the kittens. So mm. I I came home with a dozen eggs and a kitten, uh. and so um, so now we we also have a cat that we've had now for over thirteen years. But uh, yes, I'm a dog person. I love dogs, but I didn't think I'd ever have another dog right away because you know. Um, after Shanti, you know, in all, my brown lab, that was my, mm -hmm. my sweetheart. And, uh, you know, but this one came at the time where she was supposed to. And uh, I'm so happy I have her. I never thought I'd have a golden retriever, but she's just, uh, she's got a personality. And so uh, we have fun. Well, she's in the videos if you want to see the yes, lovely dog. So. Yeah, and if you go on the uh, on my Lucy Blue Tremblay YouTube page, there's a remix of Do Something that is really fun to watch. And there's also the Puppy Afternoon, which is puppies. The whole litter is in there because we met her when she was born. Uh. And uh, we didn't know she was going to make it because she was the tiniest one in the group. Uh, so, you know, it's really neat to have her and to she, – she just – People love her, so going on the road with her is going to be nice. 
Well, you are going on the road. Speaking of going on the road, aren't you playing at the National Women's Music Festival in my hometown, Madison, Wisconsin? I am. I'm not sure if I'm going to bring her. Sorry, I just dropped you. Did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I'm used to it. It's, it's okay. I've been around a few years myself, so <laughs> a few bounces and so bruises. I, I'm not sure I'm going to I'm going to take her with us, but um, she because uh, you know she's been with us here all this time, and she needs her field. She needs to go running. So I think the next time I'm just going to do a road trip without the pup. Well, so. yeah, um, there's so many uh, lovely songs on this album, so many wows. Um, but the one that really, really caught my attention because I also knew Alex Dopkin uh, over the years, and um, I know you were very close to her, and you, you did her song, Woman in Your Life, for in memory of Alex. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, you know... Uh, when she, that was a, another person we lost, uh, you know, during this uh, uh, the COVID times of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. uh, so I, I I felt like when we would meet, when Alex and I were in the same place and we did a song together, it was uh, we would do a song called Talon de nos amours, and uh, you know, it was just the energy was so incredible and. Um, when we lost Alex, everyone, you know, had a loss. Mm. Uh, everyone who knew her had a loss. And I really wanted her to be uh, not forgotten. Because often, you know, people pass away and after a while, you know, life goes on. And uh, I wanted her life to go on a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I wanted to make this arrangement uh, the way I I would like to sing the song, and I and I thought that she'd get a kick out of how I put it together. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the piano and everything, so and the cello. Well, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful arrangement, and I'm sure. Thank you. She's Thank you. Uh, loving it wherever she may be. Uh, she is always. She's the head lesbian. I mean, she's on, with us always. Uh, <laughs> such an inspiration, um, for sure. Well. Uh, Lucy Blue Tremblay, it's been lovely talking to you. Now, um, there's another question I have. This is, and I, I kind of mentioned it to you earlier. Um, when I first saw you live, and I've seen you several times, the most recent was the National Women's Music Festival back in about 2017. Um, and we talked, and you actually did a liner for the show, which we played before that. Um, but uh, you. When I first heard you, all of a sudden, out of your mouth came this sound, which <laughs> I didn't know what it was. It was like, what? What is this? And it's, it's I, I guess it's a whistle. Tell me, tell me how do you came across this magical power that you have with this whistling thing? It's, it, whistling is something I've done uh, all the way back in my youth. And uh, it was, you know, I had to close the door in my bedroom because my <laughs> mother was like, annoyed with me because it was a noise <laughs> it wasn't quite refined uh, in those years but I, I loved music I listened to music all the time so of course I whistled along with a lot of tunes and things like that and that and over the years it became more refined mm-hmm. and I love and I would have been able to develop a more of a bird sound also so um, like Saint-Jean-Paul-Joli has that bird feel about it 
Mm-hmm. And um, which is also in, uh, there's a little bit of bird kind of feel in I Will See You, which is a song about looking forward to oh, so leaving home and going back to sing for my audiences. That's I Will See You, and I whistle in there as well. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love it. Now, is that is asking too much for you to do a little bit of whistling right now? <laughs> is that something you could just spontaneously do, or do you have to prime yourself I, and drink, no, some, drink some whiskey whistle. or do whatever? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, I can whistle. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's. Do the birds come flocking to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> They should. They know I'm a fake. They know I'm a fake bird. <laughs> well, I'm a wannabe bird. <laughs> well, you you can almost the blue jay, Lucy Blue Jay Tremblay. There, um, so perfect. <laughs> it could be your new name. Well, Lucy, gosh, it's been super fun talking to you. I suppose I have to wind it up. I just have just one more. Um, tell me, how much of a culture shock was it you for you to play at the Michigan Women's Music Festival? Get involved with. All those women that were there, and you know and I know what it was like with thousands of these women running around. Um, Was that a really great, mind-expanding, change-your-life kind of experience for you? It it was mind-blowing, but you know, we had Canadian Women's Music Festival. So before Olivia, I had played at the Winnipeg uh, Folk Festival, which it was a Winnipeg Women's Music Festival. So that was kind of like my first experience of... Uh, of a uh, that zeroes in on women's talent and I met a lot of amazing women there and that is where I was introduced to Irene Young who who said to me you need to meet Judy DeLugach with Olivia and that's how that all started was Uh at a women's festival in Winnipeg and uh, and so when I when I played at the Michigan Women's Music Festival it was mind-blowing uh, because clothing was optional there, so that was <laughs> right. Um, I remember. I used to take photographs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there really is a that there's a an an, an energy of when women get together mm-hmm. um, that is uh, life changing and healing, and um, so that really spoke to me, and it helps us I think when we have gatherings no matter where they are that helps us it nurtures us and uh, it's a very healing thing to be together because women don't necessarily always gather with other women Mm -hmm. and it's it's such an important thing to be able to have a space to do that and that's one of the reasons why I want to make sure that even in a in the guest house scene that people don't have to rent the whole house and they can just still participate in something and feel some feminine energy and that's important i think we all need to be in touch with that healing energy well i was very important in my growing up as a young lesbian to be going to these festivals and being in women's space and being around all this fantastic music uh i I remember hearing sweet honey in the rock at yeah, the Michigan yeah. Women's Music Festival and the band Alive, which I was a g- total groupie. 
of them. (laughs) And oh, so many other wonderful women that I've met over the many years. And uh, I started doing radio in 1977, so I was... uh, exposed to so much great music and certainly the women's music uh, movement was really important to me back then because it was really happening back then and all those great little concerts and little churches and uh, you know all that sort of thing that happened which you know about because you played those things um you know you know what you've been doing that since 1977 that's like Amazing. Well, in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. I did her right, Infinite right. Variety, which Sue Goldwoman, I gave to her back in yes. 1984. Yes. I, right. I bequeathed it to her because she was really into it, and she was a women's music distributor and collected music, and she was the perfect person to take over the show. And I moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, and there was already a show happening here called The Women's Show, so I just jumped into that in 1984, and I've just been here ever since. They can't get rid of oh, me now. Wow. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just here, so. But anyways, wow. enough of me. Wow. But uh, Lucy Blue Tremblay, um, is this so wonderful to talk to you. Where can you be found in social media? Uh, you can find me under Lucy Blue Tremblay uh, on Facebook. You can find me, if you go to my website, that's where all the links are for anything from YouTube to, you know, everywhere I can be found and also where you can find my music. Mm. So that would that would be very good. Now, what I have to say to you also is that I have a, a show that I started during the pandemic called In the Company of Women. And I would, with a Y, and I would very much like to have you uh, hmm. on my show at some point if you would accept. Uh, my, my first two shows were with Tread Fury and then the next one is uh, with uh, Holly Near, which I have. Wow. That's quite, quite I the company. Enjoy. I don't know if I could keep up with that uh, no, kind of company. I, I find that when women are supportive and educating other people about so many different arts and about life, I think those are the kind of women that I want on my show. And I don't do them very often. Right now I'm editing the Greta Kammermeyer interview. And since January 6th, uh, she uh, accepted my invitation to continue because I have more questions now after January 6th. Ah. And uh, those I'll be posting on my YouTube page. So if you would be so kind as to accept an invitation from me, I would love to have you on my show. Yeah, I'm I'm honored. See you. I'm honored. You know, so it's not just radio. We get to see your face. Oh, gosh. Well, maybe I'll have to rethink that one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, truly a radio person. (laughs) Truly. Uh, But this is laid back. This is laid back. No makeup, no lipstick. Well, that's good because you're not going to get that <laughs> any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no how. So so much. Not happening. But but thank you. That's very. very I feel quite honored that you even asked such a question. And um, anyways, I, time is certainly running out. I want to go out. I want to go out. I always kind of ask this question. Um, what song do you want me to go out with? Now I picked. Uh, we are magnificent. But is there something else you'd oh. like me to go out with? You know, I love that song. So yes, totally, totally. Go for it. Well, yes. let's let's go out. And you want to just talk a little bit about this song before we get into it, and I'll play kind of an under the thing because we're getting running yes. out of time here. It, it started off as a song that I wrote, um, actually about um, the president whose name I cannot even mention, mm-hmm. uh, an ex-president uh, whose name you know it's me and. <laughs> 
Right, like Voldemort. I, right, I, I, me I, and Harry Potter, yeah. Right. Um, and so this song was actually about him going to get that son of a gun out of our house and light it up with incense. And that's how that song started. And ever um, in this last year, I've been so concentrated on what's going on uh, with the LGBTQ plus community in Ukraine. And I wanted to put together a song along with video, which is what I'm working on right now, uh, to support the um, Insight Ukraine group, which is a place where you can actually support the LGBTQ plus community in Ukraine who are working on site, helping community, um, straight, gay, LGBT, all of them. Um, and they're working really, really hard in um in danger's way mm. so um so i'm making this video specifically to um to support this group so that's why we're talking about tanks and guns and all that good stuff mm. um so i would love it if you played that song i appreciate well, that very I, much I'm, I'm playing it it's in the bed right now and once again Lucy Blue Trombay, thank you so much. It's been really a treat for me to talk to you. I, I've admired you for so many years. That uh, I'm so glad we, we've got together so many wows that we can just share now. And uh, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Um, and you take care. Safe travels, you and the, you and your uh, wife and your U-Haul, and get back to that sweet little dog <laughs> and that wonderful thank place so on much. the Bay of Funday. And thank the new you. album is So Many Wows. So thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. You be healthy, okay? All right. You take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.